And hello, and welcome back to Wings, Beers, and Tears, part two this evening as we turn our attention to the NHL and NBA playoffs. Currently, our teams are playing golf because uh, the Wizards are brutal. And as we went on many, many for many episodes, the, uh, the Caps just didn't get it done. And it's such a shame because they totally could have. So we are going to turn our attention to the NHL. And currently, w- the finals are almost set. We've got the San Jose Sharks and the St. Louis Blues tonight, game six. Game six, yes. Uh, and Boston is sitting, uh, rested and waiting. Uh, and they look dangerous and they look damn good. Um, so before we get into how do you think our boys align with these uh, potential NHL final teams, do you think St. Louis finishes it off tonight? I do. I think that they just build up too much momentum. And, uh, you know, they, they were hot coming in, and it's not easy to stay hot, but they have. I think San Jose has been little lucky with some calls, things like that. And now, hey, that could continue. But I think I think St. Louis is just plain and simple a better team. I mean, it's over if not for that bad call in, what, game three or two, yeah. Yeah. whatever it was. So, you know, that's my thought. Yeah, St. Louis looks old and – or they looked old and slow, and now San Jose is old and slow. Yes. And I think that the wear and tear of a few uh, game sevens, uh, the grind that the playoffs has had on them uh, has really taken its toll. I'm still shocked they got out of round one with with Vegas. Um, they were down three one. I mean, well, at know. one point, Jones over 180 minutes. I think his save percentage was like in the low 800s. I mean, it was uh, so. I think it was. It was high the high sevens. Yeah. I mean, so it's not like he's had some resurrection. I mean, he's an NHL goalie. Oh, he's won good. you know 35 games. He knows what the hell he's doing. But I didn't think there was any way they were going to get as far as they've gotten with him in goal. So to their credit, they've they've done it with smoke and mirrors a little bit. They've done it with really good grinding hard work and let's face it their top end talent is still ridiculous oh, great there's a lot of it's old to your a lot of it's old point. and going into tonight no hurdle and no eric carlson they are out for good and pavelski was 50 50 at best didn't know about he's carlson. been hurt like all playoffs hasn't he carlson well he, i thought pavelski was well, was hurt pavelski thought, had the nhl 94 bleeding head injury when he got cross-checked yeah, by Eakin. so yeah that was nice great, great call there <laughs> um no but uh you know, Pavelski took a big knock in the last game, and he's done. Um, and then Eric Carlson, he only played seven minutes in the first period the other night and looked like complete ass. I mean, that guy's game is predicated on yeah, his speed, explosiveness, speed, speed. speed, his counterattack ability. He couldn't even he, he couldn't even race down the ice to, 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 to get a puck you know, on an icing call. I mean, he just looked like a shell of himself, and he was gutting it out. I, I actually really like the guy. Um, but the second period, I think he played three minutes, and third period didn't play at all. And the first thought was, oh, well, maybe they're just holding them out and uh, to see what happens in game six. I think they were like, we're done, and we're better off just playing somebody limited minutes in, in game six. Yeah, when you're getting this late in the playoffs, I mean, you're getting shot up. Everything else is going on. You're just hoping to hold on. I mean, you know, you got guys with, you know, broken ribs, playing with hernias, probably playing with ACLs, throwing a brace on. It's just, you know, and when you get to that point of being done, you're done. Yep, yep. So we were just saying that uh, St. Louis is probably uh, probably going to take it tonight, but the Western Conference has been so weird. You know, what if San Jose goes out there tonight? They throw in some young D man because I don't even know who slots in for Carlson. Do you have any idea? I have absolutely no idea. You know, it's probably some no name guy like a Juice that we would know here in Washington. But if somebody else was watching, they're like, "Who the fuck's that guy?" Well, they, have they been running seven at all? Like some no, teams? No, no, no. 
Now they they've been running jump jumbo gym uh, as much as humanly possible. Poor guy. Maybe that's where John Carlson is because he's not at the World Championships. <laughs> maybe he's, he's just, maybe he's playing for them tonight. Throw, throw on a wig and play for Eric. <laughs> no, but barring now, DeBoer is a very good coach, and if sometimes with a really talented team like San Jose, if you have fewer weapons, you simplify things. Last Saint, year's caps, right? Yeah, very true. true. Very true. You know, and and St. Louis, while they're they're very dangerous and they're playing very well on the counterattack. They, they don't exactly wow you aside from Tarasenko. I think Steen's playing well, but they don't have they don't have an Ovechkin. They don't have a Crosby. They don't have somebody that you go, oh, shit. You know, so if this game is is 1-1 going into the third, San Jose's yeah. got a chance, right? Well, their bottom six has been controlling possession big time, and San Jose just has to turn that around. They do. If they can take their their top guys and just get it deep, just, I mean, just like we would say about our, about our caps, just get it deep, limit the chances, they will have a shot. They will. I just, I could see this game going one of two ways. I don't think... It's either going to be super close and boring right down to the wire, and then you coin flip and see what happens, or I just think St. Louis gets it done and, and puts them out of their misery. Were you guys surprised the way Carolina flamed out? No, I was not. Yes and no for me. Um, I was surprised because they seemed to just have enough of the, enough of the magic, like you said, enough of, of, of the, the bottom six parts that you didn't even know what they were, and they seemed to be clicking. And that's why I think... Boston is as good as they are. They're, dude, they're they're a machine right now. Um, they're a lot like the Caps last year. I think the Caps got better every series last year. I think Boston's getting better every series, and their toughest series was the first round. Yeah, they're getting more confident. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and their opponents have just dropped off. Right. You know, well, it's, it's the physical point. game too. I mean, you know, I, I think part of it, you know, Caps Caps beat up Carolina plenty. And I, you know, and I think ah, we loosened them up. We, oh, we loosened well, up we the jar. Yeah, but then they got rest against the Islanders. <laughs> they did. So they were rested. True. But, I mean, it's not like. But then, then, and then they got they got boat raced for nothing. Yeah. I was like, I mean, I think once they lost at home, they were finished because that's their mojo. Yep. You know, and and they had they played competitive in Boston, and they played a good first period in Game Three. Yep. And they were rolling, and I thought they thought that you know, and then when Boston turned it around, which is what the Caps should have done. That's what I was envisioning them doing. You yep. Know? Yep. Um, me too. And taking control, they sort of lost their mojo and lost their way, and. They didn't make much of an effort in game four. It was you know four nothing, but it wasn't even that close. It really think. wasn't. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. If, you know, we, we talked about how our, our caps would have done, and I don't know with with the injuries if they could have taken it to Boston. But I think that would have been a pretty good series, Caps Boston. I do that too. Been a sweep either way. I, I love how those teams match up, and 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 again, I think the Caps roster going into next year is actually well poised to make another good run. I really do. I don't think they're going to put up 104, 105 points. They might be more in the in the 99 to 102 range, and you know maybe that gets them into a wild card spot or something. That might be the best thing that can I, happen to I them. I can't see a wild card. I mean, their defense is much better than it was last year going in. I mean, think about it. They got Kevney and Carlson, and then they now they got Jensen, who's solid. He he might be a better regular season guy, you know, than a playoff guy because he kind of he was kind of a little, a little bit disappointing, at least from what the experts said, a little bit inconsistent in the playoffs where consistency is his mantra. But if you keep Niskanen, and I know there was some talk around the the web about maybe trading Niskanen off, uh, but if you keep Niskanen, then you have Orloff, you know, so you have three pairs that are really above average, and then. I mean, Orpic will be gone. I'm sure it'll be Juice or or a Siegenthaler probably, right? Yeah. He, he played pretty well. No, they have some organizational depth, and we talked about it. I mean, they, they've locked up a, a really solid top four. 
Um, they have a veteran that they can slot in on the third pair, and then they got young legs. So, no, they're, they're, they're built pretty solid down the back. And let's face it, the NHL still goes, you know, in whatever order you want to put them in. It's 1A, B, and C, goaltending, defensive, depth, and then center depth. Well, and, and the Caps have all three of those right here. Carlson here. won't need to have the minutes next year during the year. I mean, That's the key. You know, he won't have to have the minutes. And this is where I know you've been critical of Reardon. I really want to see what he does. The car salesman. <laughs> is, he, is he working still at CarMax? Or we... <laughs> Only on Sundays. He's got the Homer Simpson head head working, man. He's got the... Uh... He looks like the, the husband from Fargo. <laughs> no shit. Let me make you some eggs. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. That is perfect. But uh, I, I'm really interested to see what he does because his background in coaching and playing is, is a defensive mindset. And I want to see what he does, how he manages the minutes. Because um, let's face it, he rode our guys last year hard, our, our top guys, and he had to. He, he didn't really have a choice. But now, given some more uh, ammo, I'm interested to see what he does. You know, the, the ammo, and I think that – I have a feeling he outthought himself a little bit. Defense has always been his go-to. I, I think he almost – just let it go, and instead of managing it the way we just mentioned, because we're so smart, I think I think he had done that, um, you know, previously when he wasn't the head coach with all the head coaching responsibilities. I think he almost just let that stuff slide. And then at the end, of the end, he's like, "We're not stable back there." I think he'll make a more concerted effort to make it stable, and I think some of those things will lead to that, you know, two or three fewer wins you're mentioning, and, and that's where we'll be. I still think it's probably enough to take the division, but. We'll see. Well, we're definitely not as old as as some of the other teams in the division. I still think we're more talented than quite a few. Um, but at some point, the Magic's going to run out in Pittsburgh. Jerry was was spot on last time when I he think talked on about the decline. Oh, absolutely. Really with with how um, uh, Rutherford, because he's the GM yes. there, um, that guy goes all in like every year, like every move, and eventually the salary cap bites you right in the ass, and, and, they're, and they're feeling it right now. They have old players and bad contracts. Yep. So I, I like the way our roster shapes up. I like our organizational depth. I, I like a and lot Murray. of the pieces, um, but it's going to be interesting to see you know, how they're deployed and how does Oshie come back off the injury? Um, does, uh, um, does Kempney fully recover? Because that was a brutal injury, man. You know? And he, we might not see him at full strength until November, December. That's bullshit. He's be back. He'll be playing at all star level, and we're gonna. Fr- we, if we lose a game, I'm gonna be pissed. He and Ruben Foster should just go in their uh, air casts and sit on the uh, the beach in Cabo and just so- soak it up. If, if Kuznetsov can have fun dip and Mountain Dew before every game, that's the key because that dude was non-existent in the playoffs. You mean as opposed to like Ambien, which clearly he was on prior to every game? Oh Dude, goodness. he looks so fucking no, out of it. We had Jesus. no bird celebrations. Very it few. Was, yeah, it was just like... Oh, very few. It I think, sucked. I think Don Cherry offended him and he was sad and he didn't didn't want to score more goals. I just think he was on a year-long bender and the vodka front finally just caught up with him. You know, know he just, I, I, think, I thought he was a top five player in the league after the five games. I think I tweeted you guys, or I mean, I tweeted, I didn't tweet anybody. I texted you guys and I said, he's a top five player. <laughs> I may have retweeted he, your text. Yeah. Who knows? And then he went, and then he went like 20 games without like playing. And I was like, Where, where's Koozie? I would actually say more vodka, more better, but that's just me. Yeah. Well, I still think, uh, I still think our boys would have had a chance and it's bittersweet, but. But it's it's nice seeing uh, it's nice seeing teams that are built similarly to us with yeah. the combination of of youth and veteran presence out there because all three of these teams have what many considered before the season to be overpriced over the hill veterans that are 
now taking their teams deep into the playoffs, and you have to have that experience level. Absolutely. I mean, you're not going to find a team win a cup that doesn't have a couple overpriced stars. It's just the way it is. That's the way it is. they're on their entry level. Speaking of championships, let's talk about the Wizards. Woo! Those guys are built for winning. You know, it's great when you look at the rafters at Capital One Arena and the one the one banner up there is, what was it, 1979? Yeah, Wes Unseld. Yeah. do they have a 1% chance at the 10th pick and a 9% chance at the first pick and they get the 10th pick or 9th, whatever. 9th yeah. pick. Yeah, well, it's like, <laughs> who gives a shit, shit dude? That whole, dude, whoever does the permutations for the lottery should just be fired immediately. It is the most lopsided, ridiculous thing. When I say lopsided, there's very little advantage to actually getting one of the top three chances because your chances are so minuscule compared to the other guys. Nobody wants to be the GM or team president of the... I mean, the, the opening's been open for like four weeks and they're like, eh. well, they gotta they gotta come in for Ernie Grunfeld. That's like taking over somebody's right. house. You're like, why is that house so cheap? Well, and then you walk in, you're like, right. this guy had this much shit in here for the last you ten have years. The John Wall contract. He's taking dumps in every room in the house. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're the John Wall contract, right? Right. And he's got a torn Achilles tendon. Howard Hughes twice. You got Bradley Beal. He's coming up for a new contract. You got cap hell. You got no talent. I mean, I feel like and you guys remember Major League when they yeah. call the manager and they said, "Lou, you want to re- you know you want to be a manager?" Gee, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I got a car. I got a guy on my other line about some white walls. I'll call you later. That's probably what Leonsis is having. Hey, man, you you want to be the GM? However, we have know. Scott Brooks. He's a great dresser. He's got the he's got the fresh specs, man. <laughs> he is going to be Jay Gruden times two. <laughs> You ain't kidding. He's you just imagine? collecting a paycheck, and he's, he's doing gonna, all the right things at the press conferences. He's, and he's like, fuck you. He's like, I'll just meet you at the game, guys. I'll meet you at the game. You ever think about quitting? No. I get paid. <laughs> yeah, you kidding me? Have you seen my contract? Hell no, I'm not going to quit. But they are going to be dreadful. They're going to be so bad. They're in the stage where you have to – they're not even good enough to tank, right? They get. They have to make moves in order to lose. And it takes, it, it takes a lot to get good in the NBA because it's so top-heavy. That even if you're quote unquote relevant and you're the eight, ninth, or tenth team, well, if you're the ninth or tenth team, it's like purgatory because nothing good can come of that. If you're, if you're the eighth team, you're just going to get absolutely destroyed they, by some you know conglomerate at the top. But they're awful. I mean, they're, they're they may, so bad. They may be the worst team in the league. They need to trade Bradley Beal, get whatever you can get for him because you can get a lot of assets and just suck for two years and let everybody know you're going to suck for two years and then try to get lucky in the draft. But that's just that it. Way. Even if you suck, you still have to get lucky. Yeah. I know. But they already did that, and they got Kwame Brown, and they got... Well, that was Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he actually watched him play basketball. But, yeah, I mean, look. And they got John Wall, and now I mean, you have still to, you have to You have to pick a good GM. You have to you have to hit on that. You have to get, get a guy who has uh, the ability to actually build... You know, they wanted the dude from the Nuggets who has shown that he can build a... But he, but he said no. He basically did what the college coaches do. Oh, they want me. This is what they offered. What are you going to do to keep me? And he probably got a nice raise from yep. Denver, yep. which is obviously a much better uh, position to be in. You mean you'd one? rather live in Denver and work for the Nuggets than live in D.C. And work for the Wizards? Yeah, he was born in Baltimore, and yeah, he's that guy. He, and he, he interned for the Wizards. Yeah. And, and I know we're ragging on the job, but I mean, where else can you get paid millions a year and have, what, 18 years of job security? Why wouldn't you want this job? Well, they, Danny Ferry's been mentioned. I have heard his name. Um, there's uh, some guy. Out he's got there. some good pedigree. Yeah. He, and the racial uh, Yeah, aside slurs. from being a racist, he's great. Aside from the racial it's flirt. Cool. It's NBA. We don't really need to worry about that stuff. But Who doesn't throw those around? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not on a conference call. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a good idea. Probably should. But he's from Duke. What do you expect? Those guys suck. <laughs> 
Um, and then, and, <laughs> and then the guy who worked under Ernie, um, in house has a lot of respect. Apparently. His name is. Yeah. But, uh, but apparently, you know, he's, the fans aren't going to be excited because right. he worked with Ernie. Fans right? don't care. Well, I think, uh, you know, <laughs> they're not going to go to the games no matter what. They're going to have to get somebody who's young and energetic and has some, a good pedigree, um, has a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, charisma, right? And can sort of generate some buzz. And it, you know, don't get someone like some old retread. Like, if, you know, I don't even know if he's still alive. So, knock on wood. But like Wes Unsell to bring back. That's like a redskin thing, right? They'll bring back Doug Williams to be the GM, and he's like, "Really? I'm the boy." I'm a, you know, they don't even then they don't talk to him. Right. And the only reason you bring him back is to appease the old people who used to love the Redskins, right? Sure. Sure. Don't do anything like that. Bring someone new in who can say, "Here's my plan." Here's how we're going to get through the next three years. We're going to get, we're going to suck. We're going to tank. We're going to get through this John Wall contract. We're going to get rid of that. We're going to get rid of Beal, and then we're going to have this ton of space to make uh, things going forward, and and we're going to win championships. Well, why don't they have well, I see- that uh, James Holzhauer guy? <laughs> yeah, that guy's brilliant. I mean, no more, no more better analytics person out there. Why not? Well, that's that's more that's more time than I want to spend on the NBA. Like talking in my entire life. So uh, I feel like I've done good for the uh, for the Wizards by uh, at least mentioning them, but I have no desire to actually give a shit what they do from here on we out. draft Bruno. Yeah, there we go. We'll draft him too high. <laughs> That's a lock. <laughs> uh, so enough of the NBA talk, and, and we've, we've gone over the NHL, and we are actually going to dive into the PGA Championship and some local college sports in Part 3. Join us, if you will. See you.